Leah, would it be okay with you if we prayed for you for just a minute? Yeah, I would love that. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for the students that you've given Leah, the opportunities that you've given her, the insights, the energy, the passion. Lord, we ask that you would take this interview and that you would use it well for your kingdom's sake. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our guest on the podcast today is an InterVarsity campus staff minister. She has been on staff with InterVarsity for five years. She's based in Sacramento. And in addition to all of that, she is a tennis coach, a volunteer women's tennis coach at a community college. She's done this to gain access to not only the community college, but to the lives of these students. And she's using it to great effect. Welcome to the podcast, Leah Stewart. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here today. When I received um, the notice that we would be going off campus as a ministry and honoring what the campuses and colleges um, were asking us to do. Um, my first response was like all the students who um, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to reach um, anymore. So sat, prayed, and then our student leaders, staff team, myself, um, we came up with some different things we can do. And one of them being doing Hebrew lessons with our students. We're bringing in a seminary student to theology, discussion questions, to ministry people, bringing in like what are different ministries they can do. And so we're trying to use the like resources we have and the new amount of time students have because they're not driving around and they're kind of just stuck there at their in their apartments. So it's almost like office hours, like daily yes. kind of 4 to 4.30 Mm -hmm. show up, you're going to be available, something's going to be available. It's like a space for connection and a space for content. Yeah, we're calling it like speed dial seminary, where we're just letting students like get a little taste of it and still learning how to think and trying to build on the values we still want students to have and be gaining during our ministry. And is that for your entire chapter or is this just for your student leaders or faculty leaders? Yeah, this is for our entire chapter. I'm on staff at Sac State and planting a ministry at Kasumnas River College. And so all those students are being invited to this time. And so trying to connect with as many of our students as we can. And are you doing anything special for your student leaders? We are currently training them how to lead Bible studies um, via Zoom and helping them with resources with that. And how are you connecting these students to each other? So they're connecting with you, they're connecting with, you know, the Hebrew professor or the ministry trainer, but how are they connecting with each other? Yeah, we've been using the app called Slack the last two years. And so it used to be just something we use with our leaders, but this year we have opened it up for all of our students. And so this is a way we've been communicating with them throughout the school year, as well as using Instagram to making sure like they're up to date with like the stories and the posts so they know what they need to know. It sounds a little bit like one thing God has been doing is that two years ago, he started preparing you for this moment, you know, in terms of getting the technology in place and just getting your heart in a place where you're like, I'm willing to communicate with students via Slack and to have them communicate with each other in these new technological ways. Like, like he's been preparing the ground for you. Yeah, I think definitely there have been things we've been starting to put in place just because we live in an internet generation we're still able to connect with students and we're still able to do some form of ministry, even though it's not in person. 
does it feel a little bit like God did that for you? Not, not, not that like Zoom did that for you or Facebook did that for you or Instagram did that for you, but like God did that for you that he's kind of prepared a way? Yeah, because my biggest heart is reaching students who don't know Jesus, um, and I still have some ways to connect with them. Even yesterday, we got a bunch of our like kind of fringe students who don't totally go to Bible study. We got them on Zoom and started playing games, so like we could still be talking to each other while drawing, and it was like just a fun time. And I'm like, oh yeah, like God is still showing ways for us to do ministry, even though it's not my first choice. It is a way. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times in ministry, we don't get our first choice. You know, like, like I don't think Peter got his first choice in ministry. He's like, my first choice is walking on the water. And then he gets sunk under the water. I have to imagine that for Peter, that moment where Jesus reaches down and lifts him back up is a moment that he remembered for the rest of his life as this moment of I was sinking, I was drowning, I was overwhelmed. I called out to him and he was there for me. Yeah, it's been interesting because as like a citywide staff team, we've been reading the book um, Longing for Revival together. Great book. Available uh, anywhere books are sold. Amazon will deliver it to your house. It was written by James Chung. Ryan Pfeiffer will put a link to it in the show notes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. And so we're even talking about like, what is this crucified hope? And I have all of these hopes of like, I want this ministry to look this way, especially on the campus we're planting at. And when I first got the email of like, hey, like we're coming off campus, I thought of my atheist student who we had just been having conversations with, who had just chosen, like, oh, I want to be a part of this group. I was thinking about a couple students that I coach tennis to at this college. And I was like, oh, like I'm just starting to have breakthrough conversations. And I had this moment with Jesus and I was like, I desperately need them to know your good news. And right now I don't have all the ability to do it. And the word Jesus gave me was like, I care about these students significantly more than you do, and I will figure out how to do this. Just to kind of build on that, would it be fair to say that you don't want them to just be a part of the InterVarsity community, but that beyond that, you want them to connect with God himself? Right. And it really shows, especially at a community college, InterVarsity is there for two years, but I want them to know the goodness of Jesus for the rest of their lives. Talk to me a little bit about that. So I used to be a community college staff. I was an area director in South Florida, and we had community college ministry that we were starting, and you'd percolate it, and it would collapse, and we'd get frustrated, and we'd pray, and we'd prayer walk, and we'd do outreach, and it'd come back to life, and then collapse again. How do you navigate that emotional context in an online space? This, this sense, this feeling of, this could be taken from me. Yeah, I think one of the things we think of when we do community college ministry is we don't get the four years. So in some ways, there's already this like preparation of like, oh yeah, our students might not be here next week. We really have like new students coming every semester and our core students are no longer our core students. And so when you go Zoom, we don't have to deal with students having to be on campus. This could radically reshape the way we do ministry, and it might mean that some of these community college ministries survive instead of popping up and then crashing. I had not thought about this. I've been thinking a lot about how the pandemic, how this this ministry through disruption is going to change us, but I'd not thought about that that particular thing. Leah, that's a fantastic insight. You need to share that with people. You should get on a podcast or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think right, there's... There's just something about we can't control what our country is telling us we can and can't do, but we can continue moving forward and finding ways 
to do ministry even with what we don't have. There's the story in the Gospels where Jesus asks his disciples, they're facing a hungry crowd, and he asks them, why don't you feed them? And they come forward with some loaves and some fish, and it's certainly not enough to feed the crowd. And in Jesus' hands, it's enough. Maybe that's what this moment is for us. Leah, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Before we go, let me just ask you, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you're like, please ask me about this? Yeah, I think something we're seeing is like they're actually itching for real relationship because they're in isolation and realizing like how limited being Instagram followers are. And so we're seeing even students like actually like building relationships or like starting to feel that itch of like, oh, like I actually have to have conversations with people because I can't just sit there and be on Instagram while sitting next to them. Deep relationships happen because all we have are our words right now. That is very profound. Thank you, Leah. My pleasure. If hearing Leah's stories has been inspiring for you, making you want to gather students and faculty together to seek God together, we have a training that we think will be very helpful for you. Jamie Latipo created it for us. It's available at intervarsity.org forward slash online. We would love for you to get a hold of it, for you to gather your students, to seek God together, to get connected, and to get creative. Thanks for listening.